Lekut HaSichas Chelek Pazayin The Sicha on Purim Beis The second Sicha on Purim A summary of the Sicha And the Pasik in the Megillah That says Kimu V'Kiblo Yehudim The Jews fulfilled and accepted Which happened in the time of Purim The Gemara says Kimu Mashu Kiblu Kvar that they now fully dedicated themselves with love to that which they had already received before which means they received the Torah in the time of Matan Torah but then Hashem forced them into it because He suspended the Mount Sinai above them and He said if you accept it fine and if not uh, I'll bury you right under the mountain so therefore they were coerced into accepting the Torah but in the time of Ahasuerus they fully lovingly dedicated themselves to the Torah that's why the Gemara says that until then they had an excuse. There was a mitigating circumstance. They were forced into it. So how could you hold them responsible for it? But now that they dedicated themselves on their own, of their own free will, now that excuse is gone. So the question is, if such a monumental de- rededication of the Yidin to Torah happened in the time of Purim, why isn't there some sort of celebration on Purim to express this, to celebrate this. We don't find anything that should focus on this and that we do a certain celebration because of this. So the Rebbe says, perhaps we could say that actually all three mitzvahs, which are unique to Purim, which are the reading of the Megillah, the sending of Mashlech Manus, and the gifts to the poor, those are unique to Purim, because all the other practices of Purim, like uh, reading the Torah, uh, you're not allowed to fast, or you're not allowed to uh, eulogize on Purim. There's a Suda on Purim, additional uh, prayers, Alanisim. Those are all things that happen throughout other Yom and Tevim as well. Those are th- features which come to every Yom Tev. But the Matanas of Yenem, Manas, and reading in the Megillah, that's unique to Purim. So in all those three mitzvahs, we find an expression of Kibam Ashikiblukvar. How so? The idea of Kimamashi Kibul Kvar means we already have the Torah, but now we rededicated ourselves to the Torah in a greater way. And if we look at the three mitzvahs of Purim, we find the same thing. Take the, the reading of the Megillah. There's nothing ru- new about Megillah. Megillah is another book of the uh, Tanakh. There were many books of the Tanakh before that. Now there's a new book of Tanakh. And also, it's not the first time that we read about a miracle that happens, that happened for the Jewish people. We do it every Yom Tif, like let's say on Shvish or Pesach, we read about, uh, the, about the Kriyas Yamsuf. On uh, Pesach, we read about the fact that uh, the Yidin were at Mitzrayim. We recount the miracles that happen. The, what's new about the Megillah is, first of all, that there is a new Sefer added to the, to the Torah, to the Tanakh. And in addition to that, we also read it at night. All other Kriyas Atayra in which we recount the miracles happen during the day. This one, the Megillah is read at night as well. So that's something new and different. It's not a completely new thing. It's just more added to what is otherwise practiced anyway. Mishloach Manas, it, it seems that the mitzvah Mishloach Manas is centered around the idea of Avas Yisrael. It's in order to bring together, bring Yidin together bring a friendship, a love between Yidin by giving gifts to each other. So the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael exists all the time. What's new on Purim, on a regular day, you don't have to go around looking for a Yid to whom to practice Avas Yisrael. But on Purim, there is a mitzvah. You have to go find a Yid with whom to share Mishloach Manas. 
And there's another dimension to it, it also that you have to give it to him in a way that it's ready to be used immediately. He can benefit from your gift immediately. You, can't, you don't give money, you don't give um, uh, unprepared foods and so on. And the same with Matanas Lavyanim. There's a mitzvah of tzedakah all year round, but the mitzvah of tzedakah usually is when somebody comes to you, you have to give him uh, tzedakah. If a poor man comes to you, you have to give him tzedakah. But over here, we have to go search out that not only one poor, uh, poor person, but two poor people in order to be able to give them a gift for poor. So in other words, these three mitzvahs bring out that these are things which have already been done before. They are mitzvahs which are not completely new. We've done them before, but we, on Purim, we add a dimension to it which is much more, which it captures it much more integrally, just like Kimu, Masha, Kiblukfar. So that's how we're celebrating. All three mitzvahs celebrate that idea. However, we do find that these two mitzvahs are other mefarshim say that it's connected to the Sudas Purim. There is a mitzvah to rejoice on Purim. So there's a mitzvah to make sure that other people also have uh, food for the Suda. And that's why you should give portions to other people. Mishleach Manes, sending portions to other people. And there was, in fact, the Gemara says that there were two uh, Amiroim that they would give each other. If they, he would give him his Suda, he would give him his Suda. So, in other words, it's centered around the Suda. And the same with Matanuslav Yainan, that to make sure that the poor people also have a Suda for that day. So, in other words, they all three seem to center around the Sudas Purim, which is really the one mitzvah of Purim, which is similar. Every Yom Tov has a Suda. So, on Purim, it just seemed, the other two mitzvahs seem to center around that. So, what's the uniqueness of that? So, if we look at the Rambam, what he says about Matanus Lavyenim, it says as follows It's better for a person to increase in his gifts to the poor, Matanus Lavyenim, than to increase in his own meal. And to send, and better than sending gifts to others, friends, because there's no greater simcha than to to bring joy to the heart of the poor people and to orphans and to widows and gayrim, because somebody who brings joy to the heart of these oppressed people, circumstances oppress them, is is compared to the shechina, to Hashem Himself, as the pasuk says, to bring that Hashem brings enlivens and brings life to the spirit of the lowly people and he brings life to the heart of the oppressed so the Ramam seems to be saying that Matanas of is something is like Tzedakah and therefore it's like being Hashem and so on he seems to make it about Tzedakah more than about Simcha and if that's the case so why does he, why does he bring all of these uh, superlatives about Tzedakah about Matanas of here in the laws of Purim, he should have said it in the laws of Tzedakah, where he, that's where he should have said that, but he doesn't say these things there. So therefore we must say that the Rambam is saying that it's not about Tzedakah, it's about joy. The, the focus here is to bring joy to the hearts of the oppressed. That's the key of Matanus Laviyanin, which is the reason that he includes also orphans and widows and gayrim, because uh, un, you have to understand, if the orphan and the widow are needy, they're aniyim, so then they're already included in aniyim. If they're not needy, they're financially independent, they don't need your financial help, why is he including it in this? But the reason is because it's not about stucca, it's about bringing joy to them. And when you, you include them and so on, so you bring them joy, that's what the key is. 
Another thing that we see from the Rambam is that he makes it about your celebration of your Suda. When you are going to celebrate Purim by having a Suda, it's, it's not just that you should have your own Suda. Part of that is that you give gifts to other people that they can be part of the Suda as well. In other words, the way you're going to celebrate your Suda is not just that you yourself have a Suda, but you make sure that others have a Suda as well. That is another expression of your own Suda. The same with that's how you reach the ultimate joy of your own Suda is by sharing with others as well and that's how your Suda becomes the ultimate Suda but then it makes it seem as if those two mitzvahs of Mishleach Manus and Matanus are merely an extension of the mitzvah of the Suda but we know that it seems from everywhere else that there are three distinct mitzvahs so we have to understand what the Rambam is saying here so the explanation is this the Megillah says about the three mitzvahs of Mishloach the Suda, Mishloach Manus, and the Matanus Lavyenim, it says, Lasseis Oisim Yemei Mishta Vesimcha, Mishloach Manus, Matanus Lavyenim. Which means, these days of Purim should be made into days of Simcha, of Mishta Vesimcha, which include also Mishloach Manus and Matanus Lavyenim. In other words, it's not that there are three mitzvahs that have to be done on Purim and when is the right day to do it? The day of Purim, that's when you do it. No. The days of Purim are days have to be created, made into days of Simcha. How do you express the days of Simcha? By having a Suda, by having giving Mishlech Manus, by giving Matanus Lavyanim. That's how you transform these days into Yemei Mishtev Simcha which is different than all of the Yom Tevim. All of the Yom Tevim are, there's a mitzvah, you have a Yom Tev, so you should rejoice on the Yom Tev. It's not that we make these days, these days have to be recognized as days of joy, which means you should eat a meal. No. You, you have to rejoice on the Yom Tev and therefore eat a meal. But by Purim, it's make them into Yemei's Mishtev Simcha. And that is how we celebrate Kimu Mashikib Lukvar. We have to transform the entire day of Purim, the two days of Purim, into Yemei Mishta Vesimcha. It's the transformation into Yemei Mishta Vesimcha, which is what celebrates that we now re-receive the Torah on a whole new level. And the Mishta Vesimcha is what ties in, of course, that what's the difference between if you receive the Torah against your will or you accept it willingly, the way you perform the mitzvahs, if, you, if you're forced into it, so then you do it only as much as you need to. If you accept it willingly, you do it with great joy and dedicate yourself to it totally. And that's why making it into Yemei Mishnah Simcha is what celebrates that now we receive the Torah on, you know, willingly and joyfully. This also explains why one has to drink the way the Rambam says that the way to celebrate the Suda is by drinking until you become drunk and you fall asleep and you become drunk and fall asleep why is that a way to celebrate the Suda of Purim? The Rambam says about the Suda of Yom Tev that you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't uh, uh, drink too much to the contrary, that's not a way of celebrating, why here? Yes so the reason is because Kabbalah Satayra means receiving, being able to understand the wisdom of Hashem. To be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem is not something that a, a human being can do based on their own capabilities, your own seichel. It's something that's completely transcendent. 
the way to be able to receive the Torah is to be able to escape your own limitations, to go out of the way you normally see things. That's why by Matan Torah, when Hashem spoke to the Yidden, every time he said a thing, uh, uh, one of the Torahs, they died, and he had to revive them, because a normal human being cannot receive the wisdom of Hashem. And therefore, the way to, that, to celebrate, to re-receive the Torah of Hashem on Purim, which is Kimu Kiblu Kfar, is done by escaping what you normally, the way you normally see things, the way you normally relate to things. As we know by a prophet, when they received prophecy, they had to be completely removed. They, they, they lost touch with the physical reality. They would become weak. They would, be, they're, they're, they would tremble. They, they nor, lost their normal faculties, is the way the Rambam puts it. And therefore, to celebrate Kimu Mashikiblu Kvar, to re-receive the Torah on a whole new level, that is done by escaping your own reality, by drinking and uh, and receiving the Torah on a much higher level than what you normally relate to. Much higher level than you normally see the world. You have to go out of that in order to be able to receive the Torah in that way. But on a normal Yom Tev, that is not required. The Simcha of a normal Yom Tev is a more measured Simcha that is done based on your own, based on uh, what is normal, what is regular. And therefore, you re- rejoice on the Yom Tev, but we don't go to excessive degrees in that rejoicing. And that's why the Rambam makes the Suda about including the poor as well. That is the true simcha, that's the true height of simcha that a person can reach, which goes out of his normal limitations. A normal human being is not able to put, is generally not able to put another person ahead of themselves. True joy comes when you enjoy something, when you have something that you like. To make the other person's joy and to put that ahead of you and that that should be the way to reach true joy, that is a godly thing. That's why the Ramam says over here, by Purim, that that is an expression of the Shekhinah. You become like the Shekhinah. He doesn't say that by Tzedakah. He says it by Purim because that's what's required on Purim, that you should escape your own reality, see things from Hashem's perspective in order to be able to receive His wisdom. So it turns out that the entire celebration of Purim is really focused on this thing. That's why everything about Purim is transcendent in order to celebrate the Kimu Mashikib Lukvar.